Your heart. It's the only one you have. Fortunately, you also have a choice. Expert cardiologists, talented surgeons, highly skilled specialists, all of whom chose WakeMed. Why? The main reason is the same reason patients choose WakeMed. Everything you need for the best possible care is right here. Learn more at WakeMed.org. WakeMed Heart and Vascular Physicians. Your heart, your choice. Need a rider calling for it. Sent across for Ian Cole. Cole looks for Lane deflected in front. They score! Nino Niederreiter gets Carolina on the board. What a deflection. And it's 1-0 Hurricanes. Good things in this arena before. Last time the Canes played a game in Toronto. 22-20. The David Ayers game in the Canes. Get a goal. Right off of the draw. Tony D'Angelo. It didn't take long. Carolina ties it up in two. Foss will go to the bench in this one. Down. Carolina on the puck right away. Lawrence, he gets it back to Angelo. Rebound chance to score! Derek Stepan on the doorstep. He takes the loose change and deposits it. And the Canes have a 3 2 lead. Matthews at the Carolina line. Bunting goes after it deep. Martinick there for Carolina. That one knocked down by Matthews. And he's taken down. Loose in front scores! Mitch has tied it. in eight straight. Coming in, it's Kerfoot in on Anderson, and he can't get a shot away as the Canes hustle back defensively. Brett Pesci gets in the way of that, and we're going to head to bonus hockey. Tied at three. Out comes Martyr. He wants to push the pace. He's got Tavares with him. He fires it, and Anderson got a piece of that. Back to Riley and Tavares. Martyr circling. Tavares in front. Firing it just wide. Riley the rebound. Anderson stop. Martyr scores. It's a late win in overtime. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold. Presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. The Canes Corner Podcast is part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now, here's your host, Adam Gold. Welcome to the Canes Corner Podcast. I am Adam Gold. Alec Campbell will join us in just a little bit. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. No place like it. Go check it out. If you need anything for the exterior of your home, siding, roofing, entry doors, storm doors, gutter helmets, they've got it. Uh, and again, free no obligation estimate online, aluminumcompany.com. Toronto beats Carolina 4-3 in overtime. Good game. Uh, Carolina could have won. Didn't. No complaints. Uh, didn't like the fact that Carolina went to the penalty box four times. Not complaining about the calls. I thought they were all callable. Uh, not complaining about the fact that Carolina didn't draw a penalty, except, well, they, I guess they got one, uh, which neutralized the third, or rather the fourth Toronto power play, uh, and Carolina ended up with 16 seconds of power play time. Uh, but again, didn't see anything egregious that needed to be called, but uh, even game that it goes either way, and uh, the high-end talent for Toronto ultimately won out. Austin Matthews twice. Mitch Marner twice, the game winner uh, in overtime. And I want to start there uh, because maybe these things just need to be explained in full. Overtime is a possession game. And if you have possession of the puck, 
you have to understand what a good shot is and what a bad shot is. And a bad shot is something that has a low percentage of connecting or creating a rebound try. And thus, a bad shot gives possession away. And it does not matter what happens prior to that if you give away possession of the puck. And if that's the case, if you do that, that is your mistake. And that's what Martin Natchez did. I don't care how good a game he had tonight. And I thought his game was fine. I didn't love it, but I thought his game was fine tonight. But when you have the puck and you take a shot that has a 1% chance of going in, then that's a bad shot. In overtime, it's a possession game. It's hard to get the puck back unless the other team makes a mistake. If Natchez didn't have a good a good shot there and he didn't, skate the puck out, get off the ice, give it to somebody else, live to fight another day. But that's not what happened. Uh, Carolina never got possession of the puck again as Toronto goes in to score. I don't. This not a. It's not a difficult concept. It just isn't. It just is not a difficult concept. And that's unfortunately how the game ended. Carolina never got the puck back. And uh, Freddie Anderson made a couple of good saves. Uh, but ultimate, ultimately, you had, who was on the ice? It was Nylander, uh, Tavares. I mean, they were, look, uh, Toronto's got super high-end talent. And um, there aren't that many teams in the NHL that have uh, super high-end talent that is significantly better than Carolina's super high-end talent. But Toronto falls into that category. Uh, I th- really think that this game comes down to one thing, though. When I, when, I, when I think back on where Carolina lost their grip in this game, uh, and the sequence happened pretty quickly. These, these three plays happened pretty quickly. That, um, that ultimately, when you, when you are dominating the game and you get grade-A scoring chances, you, you really have to convert on them, uh, at least a couple of them. And uh, Ajo made a pass to Natchez in the second period. I mean, he has half the goal. He got just got to put it on net. And he, he fired it well over the bar. That's one opportunity. Uh, there was a pass to Seth Jarvis in the slot that would have been a put away, an easy put away for him. And he whiffed on it. And then there's Ajo coming in uh, on, a, uh, on a breakaway. And, uh, and he got denied by Peter Morazic. I mean, those, and those three chances probably happened within a six-minute span of the second period. And this is Carolina, you know, potentially putting the game, not, not away, but creating separation. Those are the moments where you have to be able to do that. You have to be able to, to take control of the score of the game, even if you don't have control of the game. Like the first period, Carolina had a one nothing lead. And they were better late than Toronto, but that was a pretty even period. It's a pretty even period, but the last three or four minutes, Carolina really got going, uh, and th- they had already had a one nothing lead. Uh, the, Toronto was the better team, I thought, through the first oh ten or so minutes of the of the period. Then it was kind of even, uh, and then Carolina tilted the ice at the end of the first period, and then the second period was in many ways similar, but Toronto couldn't get through until late, uh, and then the. Uh, the second Matthews goal was tough. The second Matthews goal was uh, was an error in defensive zone coverage. Vincent Trocek, you can't lose touch with Austin Matthews, uh, and uh, and that's the goal that made it two one Toronto. 
Uh, the third goal for the Maple Leafs after Carolina had made it uh, 3-2 on a D'Angelo goal right off the opening faceoff, and then Derek Stepan seventh of the season a little bit later on. Um, the uh, the goal that tied it with just under six minutes to go, I mean, I kind of think that's Toronto making good plays. Uh, maybe it catches us all off guard that Toronto played uh, top-notch defense on that play, but... I mean, I know people were crying for a penalty. I get it because we Carolina didn't get any. Uh, but to me, and I don't remember the two players that were there. One was Matthews, and I thought it was Martinuk, uh, but I don't. Not, I'm not 100 percent sure which uh, which eight was out there. Was it Martinuk or was it Ian Cole? Uh, but the, I mean, he's between two Leafs. And they're harassing him. He's trying to get the puck out, but he can't. They lose control. The puck just goes right to Marner at the front of the net. I mean, I don't even, I'm not even mad that nobody was on him uh, because you're trying to get the puck out of the, out of the zone, but nobody was on him. And uh, it's 3-3 with under six to go. Carolina's lucky, actually. I thought the last three or so minutes, Carolina played really well, couldn't get one. And then Brady Shea has an opportunity right just inside the blue line to at least, with about 15 seconds left, to at least get the shot on net. And uh, I guess the puck jumps his stick, goes the other way, and Kerfoot almost beats Anderson. Shea fought back, avoided taking a penalty, which was great. Pesci got back. Neither was completely there, but they were there enough to make it difficult on Kerfoot. They didn't take a penalty uh, and then Anderson made the shot more difficult enough, and Kerfoot ran out of racetrack, and uh, ultimately the puck harmlessly goes into the corner, so Carolina at least gets a point out of it. Let's go through the goals real quick, and then we'll talk to Alec Campbell on the other side. Uh, Carolina started out the scoring at 13.08 of the first period. Nino Niederreiter's 14th goal of the season, but the entire play is made by, by Jordan Stahl behind the net. John Tavares has the puck behind uh, Mrazek, uh, Stahl uh, essentially uh, assaults him, but not, didn't really assault him, uh, just bodied him, took the puck, and creates the play behind the goal. The puck ultimately goes out to Natchez, who skates it up the half wall, gets it across to Ian Cole uh, inside the blue line. Cole uh, drifted in, and it wasn't a shot. It was a pass right to the tape of Nino Niederreiter's stick, and the rest is history. Niederreiter calling for it. Sent across for Ian Cole. Cole looks for Lane, deflected in front, they score! Nino Niederreiter gets Carolina on the board. What a deflection, and it's one nothing Hurricanes. And the score would stay that way until late in the second period. Austin Matthews, uh, third power play for Toronto on the night. The first two, Carolina killed. Uh, and this really was a broken play, uh, and it didn't even look like it was Matthews' goal. It looked like it was somebody else's goal, but nobody else really touched it. And then Matthews kind of uh, bashed it in. Uh, and it's uh, 1-1 on the power play at 16-16. Uh, that was the Ian Cole tripping penalty, which Trip Tracy didn't like it on TV. Uh, the way I look at it, I'm like, it was callable. I mean, wh- whether that's an endorsement of the penalty or not, I think it was callable. Uh, Cole was there. The, forget it was Camp who went down. Um, was it a dive? I don't know. Nobody calls dives against against Carolina. We've already gone through this. Hurricanes have been called for embellishing four times. It has never been called 
against an opponent of the Hurricanes. Not this year. Zero. Hurricanes have been called for diving four times this year, not once. So, can't expect it. Um, I didn't think there was a ton of contact there, but I did think that Cole's stick was there, and I could see, you know, the I could see the call being made. Did I love it? No. Uh, but ultimately, you got to stay out of the penalty box against the Toronto Maple Leafs when they have a 30.5% success rate. They were one for four in the power play, so the Hurricanes did a good job, I guess, in keeping them off the scoreboard. And then, defensive zone faceoff for Carolina, one they lost. Ultimately, Austin Matthews drifts into the high slot. Uh, Vincent Trocek lost touch with number 34, and a one-timer past Anderson makes it 2-1, headed to the third. Well, that didn't last very long. In- immediately after the third period puck was dropped, Tony D'Angelo makes it 2-2. Good things in this arena before. Last time the Canes played a game in Toronto, 22-20. Yep, it didn't take long. Um, D'Angelo has a knack. He understands uh, the play. He can read the play really well. Um, This is where I'm not comparing him to Dougie Hamilton. Um, I'm just saying that Tony is better for this team than Dougie is, and Dougie would be, and yes, the price tag matters. Um, The team was never going to pay Dougie nine. I'm not even sure the team wanted to pay Dougie six and a half to be perfectly honest. Uh, and they have an interesting decision to make with D'Angelo when the season's over. I mean, do do we expect D'Angelo to give uh, the Hurricanes a one-year hometown discount? I don't know. I don't know. So, uh, w- But it will be interesting to see what Carolina does with D'Angelo at season's end. It just will. Uh, but he's an incredibly valuable player. He competes his ass off. Uh, and I think he's really good for the team. He's one of the smartest hockey players I've ever watched. Uh, but D'Angelo's eighth makes it 2-2, uh, and then Derek Stepan is in the right place at the right time. Jesper Faust makes a really good play in the uh, in the neutral zone. He gets it, fights it across the red line, uh, and then once he gets it across the red line, he's just trying to dump the puck in deep. That's all he's trying to do. Uh, but it caroms off of Hull uh, and falls to Steven Lorenz, uh, kind of uh, just, what, inside the left face-off circle. Lorenz skates it toward the middle of the ice. He leaves it for D'Angelo. His shot uh, caroms off of Morazic and it falls right to Derek Stepan uh, for the easy one. Foss will go to the bench, and this one is knocked down. Carolina on the puck right away. Lawrence, he gets it back. D'Angelo, rebound chance, the score! Derek Stepan on the doorstep. He takes the loose change and deposits it, and the Canes have a 3-2 lead. 3-2 lead, but they couldn't hold it. The play that Mitch Marner scored on was, I know the camera flashed on Jacob Slavin as though it was his fault, and I don't know, maybe... Uh, maybe it was he would have been better off just l- lifting it out into center ice to get it out of harm's way. Um, you know, Carolina has had some problems. They had some problems tonight uh, clearing the, the offensive zone or the defensive zone. Uh, but he tried to get it to uh, either Cole or Martinuk up the left wall, and ultimately uh, it doesn't come out. And the worst part was that Mitch Marner was all alone. Matthews at the Carolina line. Bunting goes after it deep. 
Martinick there for Carolina. That one knocked down by Matthews. And he's taken down. Blues in front scores! Mitch Marner has tied it. And the streak goes on as Marner has goals in eight straight. Did he say Matthews was taken down? Okay. <laughs> uh, again, I didn't think there was a penalty on the play. I th- thought that was a good no call. Uh, and in the third period, they're probably uh, loath to blow the whistle for anything questionable. Uh, but ultimately, Carolina got a point to get to overtime, gave the puck away, and sometimes you're going to lose when you give the puck away. Uh, but a good game. Good. Uh, I thought really a fun game to watch. Uh, and Toronto is a fun team to watch. Carolina's a fun team to watch. Uh, so uh, now Carolina's got to bounce back and go to Ottawa and get the job done tomorrow night or Tuesday night. If you're listening to this on Tuesday, it's not tomorrow night. It's tonight. Uh, and my guess is we will see Auntie Ranta tonight for uh, for Carolina. And hopefully we'll get Tavo Teravainen back in the lineup. Yes, Barry Kotkaniemi can't play in this game, can't cross the border. And uh, I don't even think he'll be able to get to Boston. I think I think he has to isolate for five days. So he tested positive yesterday. Um, so he entered the protocol yesterday, and um, so that's you know through. I guess he's got to be down through Thursday. I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the deal is, uh, but I don't think Kotkaniemi will play on Thursday against Boston. So they really need Tavo Teravainen back in the lineup. Uh, if for no other reason, it brings the best out of Sebastian Ajo. Those two guys share a brain, and I'd love to see Ajo, Teravainen, and uh, maybe Niederreiter. For my money tonight, best, line, best lines were the two bottom lines. I uh, thought the stall line was excellent. thought the step-on line was excellent. Uh, didn't get as much time, obviously, but... Uh, to uh, to me, that was those were Carolina's difference makers, and I think they made the difference on two of the three goals. My man Alec Campbell, Stormwatch Aftermath Intermissions, Carolina Hurricanes Radio Network, my partner in crime. As we discuss Monday through Friday, whether or not your rival should honor you for your accomplishments <laughs> in their building, um, I'm going to start by. Um, continuing a conversation that I'm having with people on Twitter right now. And I, oh, no. yes, yes, yes. Uh, and I hate to make this about that. Um, Martin Natchez, I guess, was tired of possessing the puck <laughs> and shot it in overtime where it had no chance of going in and you were giving up possession. Mm-hmm. And I, and I want to know why people don't understand that overtime is a possession game. I realize he made a pass to Tony D'Angelo that might have won the game had it gone through, but it or had Tony been able to finish it, but it didn't. But that doesn't mean you can just give the puck away. Are you are you tired? They lost possession yeah. of the puck, and that's the end. Yeah, I liked I liked uh, Natchez's game for most of it tonight. I thought he was pretty good, um, but. You know, in overtime, especially when you got less people out there too, there's so much room that, like, you give the puck away, and so many times, like, so often it gets taken advantage of. So you got to be real careful with what you do with it, for sure. But yeah, I mean, even Rob Rindemore talks about it. You know, you're waiting for that one good chance, 
So you keep the puck for as long as you possibly can. Even if you got to hold on to it and somehow get off the ice if you're tired, then you do that. But the possessions are are at a premium in uh, overtime for sure. All right, now I'm done with it. I'm done. I'm, right. I'm done with that play. From for my money, good hockey game could have gone yeah. either way. Carolina probably didn't get the most out of their opportunities, but. Such is life. First game back on the road against a good team. I mean, I'm not upset with a with a point. No, I think it was. I think it was a good hockey game. I think that it was. You know, I, I didn't think it was their best game by any means, but I do think they got plenty of chances. I mean, I look at the second period alone, the period where they they gave up the two goals unanswered, and they must have had, I don't know, four or five great chances that didn't go. I mean. You know, Ajo sets up Natchez for a one-timer. He sails it over the bar. You know, Trocek sets up Jarvis in front of the net. and He kind of whips on an opportunity. Ajo gets a breakaway that he doesn't score on. Uh, there were a couple others in there, too, that I'm missing. But they definitely had their opportunities to win. You know, we talked about special teams. I think that was a big part of it tonight. The Canes really didn't get a power play, although technically they did get one. It was only like 20 seconds or something like that. And they, you know, generally speaking, I'm okay with four power plays given up in a game. I don't really like giving up more than that. I think four is kind of the magic number. You, you know, if you can keep it to that or less, that's okay. And you don't want to give that many up to the best power play in the league. And they eventually got one. So that was a, that was a factor. But, you know, I didn't think – I thought I thought Freddie was good, not great. So, I thought there were some areas where they weren't perfect, but it's kind of to be expected because of the layoff. But all in all, I was not that disappointed with what I saw. Yeah, I think that, that stretch of – I guess that was at the third period. No, I think it was earlier in the game. I think it might have been – I don't know which period it was. Uh, what what stretch? The uh, Ajo passed to Natchez for a one-timer with an open goal. Second period. All second, second period. period. Just rifles it a foot over the bar, it looked like. Mm-hmm. Um, Jarvis whiffed on yeah, a... Yeah, whiffed. And then Ajo. I mean, that to me, that's the game there, and people are complaining about uh, the penalty to Ian Cole, which, I don't know, maybe it, was, maybe it wasn't a penalty. Um, you know, a guy fell right near him. Of course... Uh, I do appreciate the people on Twitter saying that it was probably a dive because it might have been. But Cole was there. Stick was there. I think it's callable. Um, Whether or not, you know, uh, Hurricanes might have deserved the penalty during the game, I don't know. I mean, I I saw a couple of things that could have been called, but nothing egregious. I didn't see anything that made me go, my gosh, are the the Hurricanes going to get a call tonight? I didn't think the game was that way. Um, But they took penalties, and Toronto... Uh, has the best power play in the sport, and it doesn't have to be clean. They're really good, and doesn't make a difference how good you are on the pe- on the penalty kill. You're going to give them up. So, uh, yeah, was I, I was a little I was a little surprised at that conversation after the game in terms of not getting calls. I mean, I, I didn't I didn't notice anything that was super egregious either. I mean, I'm sure there were penalties out there that weren't called, so I'm not saying that, but. To me, it didn't, you know, I didn't, 
I didn't find myself like appalled <laughs> that the Canes didn't get a call tonight. Um, and even without it, they still had their chances to win. So, you know, this feels like one of those games where it just, I'm not, I'm not that upset about it. Um, they lost the game, but they lost it in overtime and they still took a point out of it. And it's one out of 82 and they still only have nine regulation losses. They're not even in double digit regulation losses yet. And, uh, they lost to a good team. It's not like they lost to a bunch of bums. I mean, Toronto's won six in a row. Mitch yep. Marner's got to be the hottest player in the league. He's got them 18 points in his last eight games <laughs> after tonight. No, um, he's He's been on fire. Austin Matthews, who had 10 goals in his first 20 games, now has 31 on the season. So he's got 21 goals in his last 22 games, 23 games. I think that's good. Yeah. I think that's yeah. good. You know, when you and I talk, and I mean, we all want Aho to be, you know, one of the you know best players in the league, and Aho is a great player. Um, mm-hmm. But that's the one thing that this team does not have. This team doesn't have a machine, a goal scoring machine. This team, right, right, right. That's that's the one area that Carolina does not have. Um, right, and you know, we we're hoping that Svechnikov will be that. Um, but he's not at this point. Uh, yeah. But Matthews has 31, know. and Marner's got 16, and Marner's struggled for most of the year. Yeah, I kind of wonder about what Svech is going to be. I just At this point, I'm not sure I see him as a, as a goal-scoring machine. You know, I feel like he's – I don't know. It's, I mean, we obviously don't know. Anything can happen. He's good enough to be that. But I feel like the, the standard – Svechnikov line for a game is going to be like, you know, four or five shots, one or, you know, a, a point, four or five shots, two to four penalty minutes, four or five hits, you know, uh, maybe one giveaway, a couple takeaways, and like, oh, that that feels like, you know, he's all the, the all around type, type game situation where you know, he gives you some weird moments, some bad moments, but he makes up for it on other aspects of it. I just I don't necessarily see him as just a. Uh, maybe he becomes a, a you know just a guy who just lights it up all the time, but mm. it doesn't feel like it's shaping up that way. No, I mean he's what twenty one, twenty two, so yeah. there's there's time for it, but he's not he's not going to be a Matthews. It's not. I mean, honestly, Marner's not that. Marner's got 16. Um, he's never been an enormous goal scorer. He's a point getter, uh, but yeah. he's not Austin Matthews. He's not uh, the McDavid's and Dry Sidles. Hell, he's not Chris right. Kreider. <laughs> right, right. I mean, those guys are just they're mach- they are machines. Is the best way to put it. I mean, they just they got a knack. I guess I don't know. And I mean, obviously, McDavid big and strong and fast and mitts that are soft and supple like a lady. <laughs> uh, what else what what else jumped out at you tonight? Um I mean, I think that there were just some some depth players that I thought were good tonight. I mean, I thought Fox was good again tonight. I thought Stahl had a good night. Mm-hmm. I thought Derek Stepan was good again 
um, broke a broke a two game pointless streak, which feels uh, feels like a lot for him. Um, I'm kidding, maybe not, but you know how I feel about Stephon. <laughs> Look, I thought I thought he played a good game tonight. I thought that line was excellent. Yeah, the, they were good. The I fourth thought, line was very good. I thought Lawrence was good tonight. I thought the um, two the two best lines were Stahl's line and Stepan's line. Yeah, they were good for sure. I mean, I didn't yeah, I didn't so dislike they, the top line or the Trocheck line, but I thought the best lines that they had on the ice were Stahl's line and Stepan's line. Stepan's line obviously didn't play as much. Um, no, I think I mean I, I think uh, yeah I think Spetch had a slow night tonight. Um, Aho, I think was okay. I think it was pretty good. Yeah. Um, you know, there wasn't anyone who was really egregiously bad. I don't think. Again, I thought I mean, it was liked, a good game. I like. I you mentioned Cole. I liked Cole's game tonight. I mm-hmm. thought he was good for the most part. Um, I thought he got taken out by by Mitch Mar. I mean, uh, by uh, Austin Matthews on the last Marner goal that tied it up in the third. Was that um, was that Cole or Martinuk? I thought it was Martinuk up the left side. Uh, I thought it was Cole. Either Martinuk had Martinuk had not made it to the play yet. That was uh, okay. He was Mar- sort of drift. He was sort of drifting up there, but Cole was the one in the mix, and it looked like Matthews just laid on top of him. Well, I, th- there's no question that Matthews fell on top of. I I, I thought that was Martinuk. There's no question Mar- uh, that uh, Matthews laid on top of him. But I didn't think that he knocked him to the ice with a penalty. I just thought that Cole got yeah. caught in between two players. I thought that was a I thought that was a good no call. Um, yeah, to be honest, it was kind of it was honestly kind of hard to tell. I watched the replay a bunch of times, and it was the the angle of the replays, at least on NHL.com, were too far to tell if there was anything nefarious going on. So I don't know. It's just unfortunate. Either way, you know, Marner's kind of left alone all by himself. Yeah. So somebody lost him. Yeah, somebody lost but, him. But uh, you, I mean, that's you're you're trying to get the puck out of the air, out of the zone. the the right. the The defensive coverage that was more of a problem was Trocheck on Matthews, uh, with twenty some odd seconds left in the second period. Third, third, third second, yeah. Second period that made it two one. Um. I mean, Trocek's not covering anybody there. He's just kind of loitering yeah, in the middle yeah. of the ice. Yeah, there, but not there, sort of. But, uh, yeah, Matthews just drifted right to the middle of the ice. Yeah. No no big deal. <laughs> it's just Austin Matthews. <laughs> yeah. Uh, man, we got to get Jordan Stahl a goal, dude. It is. Um, it's pretty amazing that he hasn't been able to get one. Just, just based on, like, Sheer odds. Did you see that the, there was? I'm trying to think where I somebody showed me the stat. Oh uh, yeah, I saw the the expected goals. Like goals scored beneath expected goals, and he yeah, was I like seven point seven goals below expected, expected. goals. Yeah, uh, top of the list. And somebody sent that to me, and my response was, "I think it's a good sign." Because well, I mean. I do. Giving yourself a lot of opportunities. Right. Because it it doesn't have to be for him. Right. So, like tonight, the Nino Niederreiter goal, the first goal, the entire play is created by Jordan Stahl, but he doesn't get get any points for it uh, because the puck, you know, touched. Natchez got it first, then he got it to 
uh, who was it uh, that got the goal? He passed it to uh, to Ian Cole, who made the pass to Niederreiter for the tip in the in the slot. So, but yeah. it was Stahl that just took the puck from John Tavares behind the net. I mean, that was great captain on captain crime right there. I mean, yeah. Tavares had the puck. Stahl took it from him, and, and then, he and uh, actually, I think Niederreiter also behind the net uh, did that, didn't did the puck. Did the work, but he doesn't get he doesn't get a point. But he gave it to Natchez, gave it to Cole, and there you go. It was a great pass by uh, by Ian Cole too. Oh yeah, no, I mean Nino, all he had to do was put his stick out yep. and let the puck hit his stick. Tremendous, um, and yep. that's all that's all it took. Yeah, it was a very good play. And then um, you know, I thought Tony D'Angelo played a good game tonight. I wrote down pluses. Yeah. the The entire stall line for me was a plus. You could say this about Jesper Faust every game. I mean, he just does. I mean, he just makes every, all the plays, all the little plays in the neutral zone. They got lucky on that goal. I mean, he was trying to dump it in uh, behind the net because he was across the red line. Uh, but whoever number three is, he hit number three, and the puck fell right to Stephen Lawrence, uh, who dr- brought it over to the middle of the ice and fed D'Angelo for the shot, and then step on his alone, you know, behind behind Morazic for the goal. Peter played great tonight. Yeah, I was hoping they'd get to him a little more. Well, I was hoping um, they would get to him a little more, too, but I thought Peter made a bunch of really good saves tonight. I mean, the Hurricanes bailed him out sometimes, but um, I thought Morazic made a, a bunch of really good saves. So yeah, he fights he the puck. He yeah. doesn't catch the puck very well, but that's all right. Freddie made, I thought Freddie made some good saves too, but you know, again, I, man, I thought Freddie was good, not great. I think Peter was good, not great, but he was fine. So there's Alpine skiing on Adam. Oh, is, is it, uh, which, which event is it? Super G. Oh, that's almost like the downhill. Yeah. I love it. I yeah. caught it. First time. Did anybody fall? Anybody fall? No, no, but this dude just missed the gate. So he's done. Or he went off the course or whatever. He didn't fall. He just screwed up. Oh, man, that's too bad. That's yeah, too is. bad. So now they have to bounce back and do this against Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah, both teams playing on the uh, on a back-to-back. Ottawa gets to sleep in their own beds. They got to win tonight. Canes need some revenge on Ottawa. Even though they beat Ottawa the last time. Although they beat them in a uh, shootout. Beat them in a shootout. Okay, okay, okay. I thought it was uh, they, they what's lost the record against Ottawa. Oh, uh, one and one, but yeah, Ottawa, okay, Ottawa is one zero oh, and one. Right, Ottawa's been that's silly. Tough. Yeah, Ottawa. Ottawa. Look, I look at these things. I see a team with speed, uh, even though Ottawa doesn't have a great back end. Um, and I mean they're getting good goaltending now, so uh, Murray's been very good, um, and Forsberg was good the, the first time they played. But um, when it, when you play a, a, a team at the bottom of the standings, but they have speed, you just can't take any. You can't take a rest. You have to play it honest, and it's hard to play those teams that have terrible records honestly, and that's what Carolina can get caught on. Um, especially if they they get a bad matchup, especially if the third defensive pair is out there, uh, they're not blessed with great speed. But I mean, the, the Senators have some 
some higher end. And um, Carolina's got to be careful about that. But um, certainly a game that the Hurricanes should win. And coming off an overtime loss, I would anticipate them being ready to play. They, they kind of need Tavo Teravainen back in the lineup. I mean, you go up here yeah. with, without Kokaniemi. When Trocek went out, I thought, oh my gosh, uh, this could be bad. Uh, but he came back to play. Um, but really need t- t- uh, Teravainen back. My guess is that he won't play tomorrow. Yeah, I mean, your guess is as good as mine, I guess. Um, I mean, I don't know, maybe he feels better tomorrow. I don't know. Oh, who are your three stars, <laughs> by the way? I want to see if... Uh, I, ha- I had three stars ready, and I was not going to give the overtime goal scorer because I don't believe my overtime goal scorer would have been on the ice. Uh, so, uh, although, no, he might have been. I think, actually, I think he was. He was on the ice uh, for uh, for the goal, but it wasn't his fault. Um, but who are your three stars? So I had Nino, Natchez, and D'Angelo, three to one. All right. Um, I I would have had Stahl, Stepan, and D'Angelo. Mostly, yeah. mostly because uh, you and I both have this love affair with Derek Stepan. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I like them both. Yeah, I would support those. I would support those stars. All right, sir. Uh, go watch the Super G. If there's curling on right. later, I'm going to check that out too. All right, sounds good. It's the Canes Corner Podcast. We're brought to you by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. If it's for the exterior of your home, you can find it at the Aluminum Company of North Carolina on Hamlin Road in Durham. There is no place like it. Uh, go online for a free no obligation estimate at aluminumcompany.com. So the Hurricanes didn't lose. They lost in overtime. Now 31-9-3 on the season, 65 points. They lead the Rangers by one in the Metro with four games in hand. They have three games in hand and a three-point lead over Pittsburgh. They have four games in hand and a six-point lead over Washington. Uh, They are four points behind Florida with four games in hand. They are one point behind Tampa with three games in hand for the most points in the Eastern Conference. With that said, we'll dip, and we'll see you tomorrow. You can follow the Canes Corner Podcast wherever you get your podcast. Rate us, review us, be mad at me if you want. That's fine. It's all good. We want. I want this team to win just like you want this team to win. Uh, we'll see you tomorrow. Canes in Ottawa. Bye. This has been the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold, presented by the Aluminum Company of North Carolina. You can listen to this podcast at WRALsportsband.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, You won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.